We are grateful, O Lord. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, O Lord. For all you have done for us. Hallelujah, we are grateful, O Lord. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, O Lord. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, O Lord. For all you have done for us. Hallelujah. We are grateful, O Lord. Heavenly Father, we are grateful to you, Lord. Eternal Rock of Ages, we are grateful for all you have done for us. It's another day today. We thank you, mighty God. We return all the glory back unto you for the great privilege given unto us to see this beautiful day in the land of the living to be a partaker, to be among those that you have counted worthy to wake up this morning. Mighty God, we thank you. God of heaven, we magnify your name. Father, be thou exalted in the name of Jesus Christ. Our Father and our God, we want to say thank you to you, Lord. Accept our thanks this morning. Accept our praises this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. My Father and my God, we are not taking anything for granted, Lord. We just worship you. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you. We thank you for keeping watch over us, for sparing our life. Thank you, Lord, the giver of life. We thank you, Lord. By your mercy, we are not consumed, Lord. To you alone, we return all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. Amen. Amen. Amen in Jesus' name. Beloved, I want to welcome you once again this morning to today's podcast of Liberty Act Ministry, uh, United Kingdom. Uh, what we do here, for the sake of those who are hearing this for the first time, is that we just um, exhort ourselves on the Word of God. We just share the Word of God, one or two verses or three verses of the Bible, just uh, share. And this sharing, you know, this exhortation is... Uh, what some of us have known or what some of us may not know is just uh, to bring us, uh, to remind ourselves of our walk with God. The Lord bless you as you listen to this in Jesus' name. Uh, for those who have been following, we have been treating uh, a topic on condemnation and uh, part two was on Wednesday. Today is going to be uh, part three, uh, condemnation part three, uh, the concluding part, just brief. It's not uh, a deep teaching like I always say. So we took our text from Romans 8, chapter 1 and 2. Uh, that's uh, the text that we have been going with. And I'm going to read that again to, for the sake of those who are listening to this message for the first time. Uh, Romans chapter 8, verses 1 and 2. It said, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Two, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. So we were talking about uh, guilt. People, people uh, 
come into Christ and after they are in Christ, after they come into uh, uh, the fold, uh, they still have uh, uh, guilt in their heart over their past sins. Past sins. And we have discussed that uh, our past sins have been forgiven because uh, if any man be in Christ is a new creature, our past sins have been forgiven. And we are in uh, Jesus where there is power that is there is power there to set us free from sin. You know that verse 2 said, For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Now, this is the cross of the matter. The, the, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free. Yeah, from the law of sin and death. I remember I said that God does not wish that any man should die, but he should come to total repentance and then uh, return back to God. We have a message of reconciliation. We have a message of peace. We have a message of love, of hope. It's not a message. The message of Christ uh, is not a message of condemnation or death. You remember last Wednesday I talked about the Old Testament, that if there was no need for a new one, there won't be a new one. If the Old Testament was faultless, there won't be a New Testament. It's because the Old Testament was faultless. And I read that particular scripture to us in the book of Hebrew. I think it was Hebrew chapter 8, verse 7. So if the Old Testament wasn't faulty, there won't be a new one. But in the new one, and I made an example of the Old Testament judgment, condemnation. We are Elisha because some children called him bowhead and he called out beer and two beers came out and uh, ate up 42 children. You know, and I said that uh, that's not uh, the kind of dispensation that we are in now. We are in the dispensation of grace. And I made an example of Jesus Christ when uh, the woman that was caught in adultery was brought to him and they quoted the law from the law of Moses. That Moses has commanded us that if anybody does anything like this, we should stone that person to death. And Jesus just asked them one question. If any one of you has not sinned before, let him first cast the first stone. And then they couldn't do anything. They dropped their stone and one after the other, they left. And Jesus asked the woman, where are your accusers? I can't find them. Okay. And Jesus said, go, I have not condemned you. So the message of Jesus Christ is not the message of the condemnation. So we are here today and um, uh, we are going to look at people uh, sinning and then while they are Christians or while they have been born again and then it becomes difficult again now to come back let's go to the book of proverbs chapter 24 verse 16. proverbs 24 verse 16 it said for a just man falleth seven times and rise up again but the wicked shall fall into mischief so a just man a righteous man fall seven times and rise up again but the wicked so the wicked is the one who is not a just man who is not a righteous man he will fall into mischief and will never be able to get up again now this is not a license for people to continue living in sin. Remember Romans chapter 6 verse 1. It said, what then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Don't let anybody quote this scripture for you uh, to encourage you to be living in sin. It said, if a just man falls seven times. So maybe you're falling once and they say, ah, no, it's just once, you know, I, I still have six more times. No, no, we cannot come to Christ and continue to live in sin. Let's look at what First uh, John 3, 9 said to us. First John chapter 3, verse 9. I want to read that place for us so that uh, I don't want to quote off heart. Chapter 3, verse 9. 
First John chapter 3, verse 9 says, Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin, for his seed remain in him. That is, the seed of God remain in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. So you cannot say that you are born again and you continue. I'm not saying that you cannot sin, but that you now continue in sin. He said it's not possible. This scripture says it's not possible. First John chapter 3, verse 9. He said, because the seed of God is planted in you. And this is what I tell people. I said, when you get born again, you must have an experience. There must be an encounter. I told people, I said, when I got born again, I had an encounter with Jesus. And once you have that encounter with Jesus, the seed is already planted in you. The people will see the change in your life. When people saw me after I became born again, after I gave my life to Christ, some of them were even saying, I hope nothing is wrong with this man. I hope this man, something is not wrong with his head upstairs. Because everything about me changed. It was an experience. It was a, a total transformation. So people must see that. And you also will know that, ah, these things you used to do before, you can't do them no more. The things that you used to do before, you cannot do them no more. Because there's a stronghold of sin that the power of Jesus, as you have that experience with Jesus, the power of Jesus will deal with that stronghold of sin. That's why your conscience will always prick you. When you're about to go into that thing, you say, no, no, I can't do it. Even when people tell you, ah, no, let's go, let's do it. It's, that's the normal thing. It's the way of life. It's the way people do it. But there is a spirit in you. That you have allowed in you, which is the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, that you have allowed in you, that will not allow you to be able to do it. And that is what we call new life. So you must be able to every day make it a conscious effort, conscious effort to work daily in the newness of life in Christ Jesus that you have received. You must make, you have a duty. That's why the Bible says faith without works is dead. You must, you must put up your faith. You know, we, this righteousness was imputed to us by faith in Christ Jesus. And you must make a conscious effort daily, daily to walk righteously before God. Because there is a seed in you, the seed of God. That if you allow it, will continue to grow, grow and mature in you. And sin will have no power in you anymore. Let me use let me take this one last scripture for us. Is uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. And I want to take verses 3 and 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 and 4. Then we pray after that. It says, For we walk, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Five is a casting down imaginations. You, the power of God in you, cast down evil imagination, evil thought, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Christ, the Word of God. Christ, the Word of God. Bring every thought into captivity every thought every thought of sin yeah bring them into captivity to the obedience of the word of god beloved the way out this morning the way out is 
that you surrender your life totally to Christ. And then you open your heart so that Christ may come in. Once Christ comes in, that is when you can be free from sin. That is why you can be free from the stronghold of Satan, the stronghold of sin. So the weapon of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God in Christ Jesus to pull down every satanic stronghold of sin in our life so that we will be able to live this life and fulfill to the end so that we will not frustrate the grace of God upon our life by continuing in sin. God does not want anyone to die in sin. God has made a provision for us to come back to him, to be reconciled back to him. That's why he sent his only begotten son, Jesus, to die for you and I. As many as we receive him, to them he has given the power to become his son. And I pray this morning that as you hear this podcast, you will make up your mind to surrender yourself totally. It's very simple. Lord Jesus, I've come to you. I know I'm a sinner. I cannot help myself. Come into my life. Come and help me. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Write my name in the book of life in Jesus' name. Just whoever will confess Jesus is saved. With heart you believe to be righteous. And with mouth you confess unto salvation. Beloved, I pray that with this little exhortation this morning, you'll be challenged and you give your life to Christ as a way out of this sinful life and then you can manifest and fulfill destiny in the name of Jesus Christ. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, eternal rock of ages, we thank you, Lord, for your word that has come this morning. I pray, Lord, that as many as will hear this message, Lord, Father, you will breathe upon this word and it will impact positively, spiritually, in their life. In the name of God, there will be a spiritual transformation, yes. These people will have an encounter with you, Lord. In the name of God, Lord, I pray, Lord God, the power to prevail over sin and Satan, release upon us, Lord. In the name of God, even myself, the speaker, the power to prevail over Satan and sin. The power to prevail over Satan and sin released upon us in the name of Christ. The power to finish our race well and finish with you and reign with you in eternity. Release upon us, O God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, peradventure, there is anyone here in the sound of my voice and you are passing through. I pray that the God of heaven will intervene in the situation of your life in the name of Jesus Christ. So shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name. Once again, uh, the ministry is Liberty Act Ministry, United Kingdom. Uh, you can visit us at libertyactministry.org.uk. Libertyactministry.org.uk. Until I come your way again uh, on Monday, my name is Shola Daniel. Meanwhile, stay blessed and stay safe. God bless you. We are grateful. Oh, Lord, we are grateful, Lord, we are grateful, oh, Lord, for all you have done for us. Hallelujah, we are grateful, oh, Lord, we are grateful, Lord. 
we are grateful oh lord we are grateful lord we are grateful oh lord for all you have done for us alleluia we are grateful oh lord heavenly father we are grateful to you lord eternal rock of ages we are grateful for all you have done for us it's another day today we thank you mighty god we return all the glory back unto you for the great privilege given unto us to see this beautiful day in the land of the living to be a partaker, to be among those that you have counted worthy to wake up this morning. Mighty God, we thank you. God of heaven, we magnify your name. Father, be thou exalted in the name of Jesus Christ. Our Father and our God, we want to say thank you to you, Lord. Accept our thanks this morning. Accept our praises this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. My Father and my God, we are not taking anything for granted, Lord. We just worship you. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you. We thank you for keeping watch over us, for sparing our life. Thank you, Lord, the giver of life. We thank you, Lord. By your mercy, we are not consumed, Lord. To you alone, we return all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. Amen. Amen. Amen in Jesus' name. Beloved, I want to welcome you once again this morning to today's podcast of Liberty Act Ministry, uh, United Kingdom. Uh, what we do here for the sake of those who are hearing this for the first time is that we just um, exhort ourselves on the Word of God. We just share the Word of God, one or two verses or three verses of the Bible, just uh, share. And this sharing or you know, this exhortation is uh, what some of us have known or what some of us may not know is just uh, to bring us uh, to remind ourselves of our walk with God. The Lord bless you as you listen to this in Jesus' name. Uh, for those who have been following, we have been treating uh, a topic on condemnation, and uh, part two was on Wednesday. Today is going to be uh, part three, uh, condemnation part three, uh, the concluding part, just brief. It's not uh, a deep teaching like I always say. So we took our text from Romans 8, chapter 1 and 2. Uh, that's uh, the text that we have been going with. And I'm going to read that again to, for the sake of those who are listening to this message for the first time. Uh, Romans chapter 8, verses 1 and 2. It said, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. 2. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. So, we were talking about uh, guilt. People, people uh, coming to Christ, and after they are in Christ, after they come into uh, uh, the fold, uh, they still have uh, uh, guilt in their heart over their past sins, past sins. And we have discussed that uh, our past sins have been forgiven because uh, if any man be in Christ is a new creature, our past sins have been forgiven, and we are in uh, Jesus, where there is power that is. There is power there to set us free from sin. 
You know, that verse 2, it said, For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Now, this is the cross of the matter. The, the, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free, yeah, from the law of sin and death. I remember I said that God does not wish that any man should die, but he should come to total repentance and then uh, return back to God. We have a message of reconciliation. We have a message of peace. We have a message of love, of hope. It's not a message. The message of Christ uh, is not a message of condemnation or death. You remember last Wednesday I talked about the Old Testament, that if there was no need for a new one, there won't be a new one. If the Old Testament was faultless, there won't be a New Testament. It's because the Old Testament was faultless. And I read that particular scripture to us in the book of Hebrew. I think it was Hebrew chapter 8, verse 7. So if the Old Testament wasn't faulty, there won't be a new one. But in the new one, and I made an example of the Old Testament judgment, condemnation. We are Elisha because some children called him bowhead and he called out beer and two beers came out and uh, ate up 42 children. You know, and I said that uh, that's not uh, the kind of dispensation that we are in now. We are in the dispensation of grace. And I made an example of Jesus Christ when uh, the woman that was caught in adultery was brought to him and they quoted the law from the law of Moses. That Moses has commanded us that if anybody does anything like this, we should stone that person to death. And Jesus just asked them one question. If any one of you has not sinned before, let him first cast the first stone. And then they couldn't do anything. They dropped their stone and one after the other, they left. And Jesus asked the woman, where are your accusers? I can't find them. Okay. And Jesus said, go, I have not condemned you. So the message of Jesus Christ is not the message of condemnation. So we are here today and um, uh, we are going to look at people uh, sinning and then while they are Christians or while they have been born again and then it becomes difficult again. And now to come back. Let's go to the book of Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16. Proverbs 24, verse 16. It said, For a just man falleth seven times and rise up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. So a just man, a righteous man, falls seven times and rise up again, but the wicked, so the wicked is the one who is not a just man, who is not a righteous man. He will fall into mischief and will never be able to get up again. Now, this is not a license for people to continue living in sin. Remember Romans chapter 6 verse 1. It said, what then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Don't let anybody quote this scripture for you uh, to encourage you to be living in sin. It said, if a just man falls seven times. So maybe you're falling once and they say, ah, no, it's just once, you know, I, I still have six more times. No, no, we cannot come to Christ and continue to live in sin. Let's look at what First uh, John 3, 9 said to us. First John chapter 3, verse 9. I want to read that place for us so that uh, I don't want to quote off heart. Chapter 3, verse 9. 1 John chapter 3, verse 9. Say, Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin. For his seed remain in him. That is, the seed of God remain in him. And he cannot sin because he is born of God. So you cannot say that you are born again and you continue 
I'm not saying that you cannot sin, but that you now continue in sin. He said it's not possible. This scripture says it's not possible. First John chapter 3, verse 9. He said, Because the seed of God is planted in you. And this is what I tell people. I said, when you get born again, you must have an experience. There must be an encounter. I told people, I said, when I got born again, I had an encounter with Jesus. And once you have that encounter with Jesus, the seed is already planted in you. The people will see the change in your life. When people saw me after I became born again, after I gave my life to Christ, some of them were even saying, I hope nothing is wrong with this man. I hope this man, something is not wrong with his head upstairs. Because everything about me changed. It was an experience. It was a, a total transformation. So people must see that. And you also will know that, ah, these things you used to do before, you can't do them no more. The things that you used to do before, you cannot do them no more. Because there's a stronghold of sin that the power of Jesus, as you have that experience with Jesus, the power of Jesus will deal with that stronghold of sin. That's why your conscience will always prick you. When you're about to go into that thing, you say, no, no, I can't do it. Even when people tell you, ah, no, let's go, let's do it. It's, that's the normal thing. It's the way of life. It's the way people do it. But there is a spirit in you. That you have allowed in you, which is the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, that you have allowed in you, that will not allow you to be able to do it. And that is what we call new life. So you must be able to every day make it a conscious effort, conscious effort to walk daily in the newness of life in Christ Jesus that you have received. You must make, you have a duty. That's why the Bible says faith without works is dead. You must, you must put up your faith. You know, we, this righteousness was imputed to us by faith in Christ Jesus. And you must make a conscious effort daily, daily to walk righteously before God. Because there is a seed in you, the seed of God. That if you allow it, will continue to grow, grow and mature in you. And sin will have no power in you anymore. Let me use let me take this one last scripture for us. Is a uh, second Corinthians chapter 10. Second Corinthians chapter 10. And I want to take verses 3 and 4. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 and 4. Then we pray after that. It says, For we walk, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Five is a casting down imaginations. You, the power of God in you, cast down evil imagination, evil thought, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Christ, the Word of God. Christ, the Word of God. Bring every thought into captivity every thought every thought of sin yeah bring them into captivity to the obedience of the word of god beloved the way out this morning the way out is that you surrender your life totally to christ and then you open your heart so that christ may come in once christ comes in that is when you can be free from sin. That is why you can be free from the stronghold of Satan, the stronghold of sin. 
So the weapon of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God in Christ Jesus to pull down every satanic stronghold of sin in our life so that we will be able to live this life and fulfill to the end so that we will not frustrate the grace of God upon our life by continue to continuing in sin god does not want anyone to die in sin god has made a provision for us to come back to him to be reconciled back to him that's why he sent his holy begotten son jesus to die for you and i as many as will receive him to them he has given the power to become his son and i pray this morning that as you hear this podcast, you will make up your mind to surrender yourself totally. It's very simple. Lord Jesus, I've come to you. I know I'm a sinner. I cannot help myself. Come into my life. Come and help me. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Write my name in the book of life in Jesus' name. Just whoever will confess Jesus is saved. With heart you believe to be righteous. And with mouth you confess unto salvation. Beloved, I pray that with this little exhortation this morning, you'll be challenged and you give your life to Christ as a way out of this sinful life and then you can manifest and fulfill destiny in the name of Jesus Christ. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, eternal rock of ages, we thank you, Lord, for your word that has come this morning. I pray, Lord, that as many as will hear this message, Lord, Father, you will breathe upon this word and it will impart positively, spiritually, in their life. In the name of God, there will be a spiritual transformation, yes. These people will have an encounter with you, Lord. In the name of God, Lord, I pray, Lord God, the power to prevail over sin and Satan, release upon us, Lord. In the name of God, even myself, the speaker, the power to prevail over Satan and sin. The power to prevail over Satan and sin released upon us in the name of Christ. The power to finish our race well and finish with you and reign with you in eternity. Release upon us, O God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, peradventure, there is anyone here in the sound of my voice and you are passing through. I pray that the God of heaven will intervene in the situation of your life in the name of Jesus Christ. So shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name. Once again, uh, the ministry is Liberty Act Ministry, United Kingdom. Uh, you can visit us at libertyactministry.org.uk. Libertyactministry.org.uk. Until I come your way again uh, on Monday, my name is Shola Daniel. Meanwhile, stay blessed and stay safe. God bless you. To God be the glory. Great things he had done. So loved he the world that he gave us his son. Who yielded his life and atonement for sin. And opened the life gate that all may go in. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father, through Jesus, 
the song and give him the glory great things he had done father to you alone be all the glory for great things you have done for us we lift up your name on high this day we magnify your holy name O lord we give you all the glory lord for making us to see yet another day in the land of the living mighty god we bless your name O god thank you father for the goodness in our life O god thank you lord god of heaven O god thank you for your faithfulness O god even in our unfaithfulness mighty god we give you praise thank you lord god for counting us worthy we slept and we awoke because you O god sustain us Thank you for your mercy, Lord. Thank you for your mercy, Lord. Thank you for your mercy, Lord. Mighty God, we return all the glory back unto you, Lord. As many, O God, as can hear the sound of my voice, Lord, I thank you, Lord God, on their behalf, O God. I give you all the praise, Lord. Thank you, blessed God. Glory and honor be to your holy name forever. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord God of heaven, as we come before you today, bless us, O God, in Jesus' name. Bless your word in our hearts in the name of Jesus Christ. Expand your word in our heart in the name of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit of the Most High God, give us understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, blessed God. Glory and honor be to your holy name, O Lord. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Beloved, I want to welcome you again to this program called good morning jesus i want to thank god for your life i want to welcome you to this day it's a brand new day i pray that the lord god almighty will begin new things in your life in the name of jesus christ so last week we were dealing on obedience as key to our breakthroughs or key to answered prayers today we're going to uh digress a little bit and we're going to look into something else this morning this morning i want to look at what i call who is your neighbor or do good and be blessed do good and be blessed all right so i'm taking my story from the book of luke chapter 10 it's the story that most of us are familiar with in doing good and it has to do with loving God first. Whosoever does not love God will find it difficult to do good to other people. I say that again. If you see anybody that find it difficult to do good unto other people, the love of God is not in that person's heart. All right. Okay, so let's go into the scripture. I want to start. Uh, this book of Luke, I'm not going to read everything. I will leave it to you to read Luke chapter 10. But I want to start reading from verse 25. So I'll just take it, I'll take uh, some verses just to buttress my point. So uh, from verse 25, it said, And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, that is, tempted Jesus, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said unto him, what is written in the law? That is, Jesus is asking the man now, what is written in the law? How readest thou? 
and 27. And he answered and said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself. 28. And he said unto him, Thou hast answered right. This do, and thou shalt live. 29. But he, willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? That's 29. So from beginning from verse 30, Jesus told them uh, the story of uh, a man that thieves attacked on his way to Jericho. And uh, thieves attacked him. That is, they robbed the man and left him wounded on the road. And they are passed by the priest and just passed by without even... He just looked and he passed by. He didn't do anything. That's a priest. And a Levite. A Levite also passed by. Then there came this good Samaritan. And uh, when he saw him, he had compassion on him. So he took him to where he would be treated. And because it was on a journey, he had to leave. And when he was leaving, he left money. That please continue to take care of this man. On my way back, whatsoever you have spent, I will pay. So Jesus now asked them, asked the man in the book in the verse 36 he said which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves the thieves that seven and he said he that showed mercy on him then said jesus unto him go and do likewise so jesus is saying to us here that we should first love god and then we love our neighbor love god and love your neighbor and that's why I started by saying that if you don't love God, it will be difficult for you to love your neighbor. Therefore, it will be difficult for you to do good unto your neighbors. And that is what we find this day. People use the word love carelessly. People use that word love carelessly. And anybody who does not love God, because it says here that you will love God with all your might, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. So if you love God, there is no way that you will not love your neighbor and you will not be good to your neighbor. But how many of us are good to our neighbors? Even we Christians and unbelievers alike, how many of us are good to our neighbors? Let's look at the book of 1 John chapter 3, verse 17. 1 John, you know it comes with blessings. If you are good to your neighbor... It comes with blessings. Let's look at 1 John chapter 3, verse 17. Right, verse 17 here in my own in this Bible, King James Version of the Bible, it says, But whosoever had this world's good, and seeth his brother have need, and shut up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? That is, if you see your neighbor have need, and then you take your eyes away. Like, nah, 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 I, I didn't see him. I don't even know. And you know, the Bible says that the love of God is not in you. And that was, that was where I started from. If you don't love God, it will be difficult. And you know, some people, even Christians, like, like we saw in this book of Luke chapter 10, that a priest passed by. So even some pastors, they find it difficult to give people from the offering and tithe of the ministry, just 
to do a charitable work, a charity work, if I may use the word, you know, and see people that are suffering. Rather, they will begin to teach that person faith and begin to ask the person to pray and that God will intervene in your situation. No, that's not right. It's not right. Whatever little that you can give to keep the person going, then you can begin to teach them to pray, to teach them to have faith. Praise the Lord. All right. So let's let's look at another scripture. I love this one. First John chapter 4. So it's, I'm going to chapter 4 now. I got all this while I was doing my study. Chapter 4, verse 20. Verse 20, what do we have here? If a man say, I love God, and hate his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother, whom he has seen, how can he love God, whom he has not seen? So, now, you say that you love God, and you hate your brother. You may not think that you hate him, but you just don't like him. It may not necessarily be, let's not use the word hate, but you don't just like that guy. You don't just like that woman. You don't just like that man. Huh? And he said, I, you want to claim to love God. He said, you're a liar. Because if you do not love the one you can see, how can you claim to love the one you have not seen? So we're talking about loving God, doing good, and being blessed. Let me put it that way. Loving God, doing good, and being blessed. How do I know that you get blessed when you do good unto others? Or when you do good to those who are in need? Proverbs chapter 19, verse 17. Proverbs 19, 17. Proverbs 19, 17. What do we have there? It says, He that had pity upon the poor, lend unto the Lord, and that which he has given, will he pay him again. He said, anybody who gives to the poor or who gives to the needy, lends to God. And because we know that God does not owe anybody, he said, give and it shall be given unto you good measure, shaking together, pressed down, running over. It will be given back. So if you sow in the life of somebody, know very well that God will repay you. God will definitely bless you. You see, that is why uh, people, the, 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 the Muslims, they do what is called zakat. Zakat, if I think I'm right. Zakat. Zakat, yeah. Uh, Yoruba people call it saka. That is, they, they give and they are blessed. Some of them can change money now. Like, uh, let's let's look at, let's use pound sterling. They can change like 50 pound into maybe five, five pound note and start to give out to beggars, those who are in need. This one is worth five pound, 10 pound, five pound, 10 pound, and give it out like that. And they are getting blessed because they give out. Some of them will even prepare food and give to those who are hungry, those who are in need. So Jesus is telling us here that you love God and you love your neighbor as well. So this man asked to justify himself, who is my neighbor? And Jesus said, look at this story. The one that did good to the uh to the man that was attacked by arm robbers is the one. So the man who is attacked by the arm robber is your neighbor. Anybody in need, anybody in need is your neighbor. It does not necessarily mean that 
uh, my next door neighbor. Your, your next door neighbor is, but anybody who is in need, anybody who is in need, please, let's uh, be determined to be good to other people, to love people, you know, with the love of God and be good and bless them because we know that we will get blessed in return by God. So Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this, your word that has come forth today. I pray, Lord God, for the spirit of love upon our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. I ask, Lord God, for the spirit of love, yes, upon our lives, that we may love you, love our neighbor, and be good in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, Lord, I pray, Lord, as we do good unto others, Lord, so do unto us in the name of Jesus Christ. The grace, O oh God, to love you and love you more and love our neighbors, Lord, without any hatred, Lord, without any dislike, O oh God, release upon us such grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Glory and honor be to your holy name, O oh Lord. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. I heard in my spirit as I was praying that some people, that's all that they need to do. They only need to be good to people around them. And they are the doors that have been shut against them will be open. Some people, that's all that they need to do. Be good. You don't have the little that you have, share. And as you begin to share, the Lord will begin to increase you. He said, the, the Bible says that the liberal soul shall be made fat. He said, there is seed that scattereth and yet increases. The Lord bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. My name once again is Shola Daniel. The ministry I'm coming from is Liberty Act Ministry, United Kingdom. Please continue to share this message, this podcast. And as you do so, the Lord God of heaven will bless you. You know, we are talking about doing good. As you do good, the Lord will be good to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Until I come your way again on Wednesday, uh, stay blessed and stay safe. Amen.